0: On 6:30, Chad.
1: You want to talk about the trucking industry. You want to talk about what happened um, with the the Broncos bus crash and and the news that we heard today from the courtroom. So, uh, truck driver Jaskarat Singh Sidhu spoke to the court as a sentencing hearing wrapped up in Melfort, Saskatchewan. Global News Radio's Richard Kluczyk was there and has the details.
2: Sidhu took a moment to compose himself and spoke clearly and slowly. I can't even imagine what you guys are going through, what you've been through. I have taken the most valuable things of your life. I came out of the truck and I heard the kids crying. Until that time, I had not known what had happened. It took me time to realize it's a bus. I take full responsibility of what has happened. It happened the case of my lack of experience and I'm so, 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 so sorry. His lawyer would not offer a specific recommendation for his client, telling courts to do is not a Canadian citizen and would be ordered out of the country on anything beyond a six-month sentence. Mark Brayford telling the court his client accepts responsibility, was only a few weeks on the job, lacked training and was preoccupied with a blowing tarp on one of the two trailers he was hauling. Earlier, the Crown asked for a 10-year sentence and a 10-year driving ban. The judge will take time to consider and deliver a sentence on March 22nd. Richard Cloutier, Global News Radio, Melfort, Saskatchewan.
1: All right, Greg is a truck driver. Greg, your thoughts on, on what you're hearing today, your thoughts on the industry?
3: Oh, my thoughts are uh, it, it needs to be changed. Um, I'm a, I'm actually uh, eight years driving truck. Um, I'm actually new, well, Technically, I'm still a new driver if you want. Uh, this year, I should hit about two million kilometers, which is a big goal. Goal for me, but the whole industry needs to change, and it has to start from the truck drivers. Um, when I first started driving truck, I was actually told, "Hop on to a Super B and go." And I went through. Uh, I went to college. I went through the driving uh, program there. Um, I did. I think it was 76 hours, and um, at that time, I I I was scared of Superbees. I can be honest. I can tell the whole public. You know, I was definitely scared of Superbees. Now I'm driving a Superbee. After eight years, I've been on Superbee for four years, and there's got to be a classification of trailers. There's got to be. You got to go to school. You got to learn each trailer every trailer is different every truck is different everything you do in the truck is different i can jump from one truck to another truck and have problems shifting a gear because that truck may shift a little bit different where it has to get down to you know if you start with a single uh tri-axle trailer you do that for two years then you move up and you move up to the next level. There's got to be somehow, somehow, somewhere, something's got to give. And, you know, I feel super bad for the families. Um, my prayers have always been with them. I don't, I uh, me personally, if that was me, I would ask for 29 years. I would ask for the max because I know I did something wrong. and it could be a lack of judgment it could be a blowing tarp it could be whatever you want to imagine go wrong but in the end you blew a stop sign you shouldn't even be on the highway like you know our log books are like our bibles out here
1: Mm -hmm.
3: it could save you and it could destroy you and not knowing how to write one ask a guy how i like how many times I've been to a truck stop and, you know, learning there's different ways of doing a logbook sleeper bursts and you name it, there's different ways on how to do it and, you know, just go to a truck driver, ask him, ask an experienced guy, ask the old guy. The old guys have the most experience and the whole industry just needs, you know, to come back to terms and you know and it has to come from the truck drivers
0: what, what do you think of the idea of electronic log books being mandatory
3: honestly i hope it comes so much faster than what it is right now yeah uh on the federal side i believe um it isn't it's supposed to be in place now i do believe on the federal there are two different kinds of um log books in canada there is the federal, where every other province in Alberta or in Canada runs, so it's 13 hours driving, one hour off do, or on duty, I should say, and then you got to take an hour off. Where Alberta is a little bit different, we are 15 hours. Where we're actually called the provincial logbook, so we get in all, in total, you get 15 hours, 13 hours driving, two hours working time, and you still got to take that hour break. Hmm. So there's two different logbooks that you can run. But if the provincial logbook is just for Alberta, you can't go to BC, you can't go to Saskatchewan, you can't go to the states. Then you got to run federal. Uh-huh. And I can't wait. And then that just it saves the truck driver, it saves uh, the companies, it saves the public, it saves everybody. And in the long run, when that your 15 hours is up or your 14 hours is up you go to bed you can't drive down that road anymore if the truck shuts off you can't go any further
1: yeah. Hugh thanks for this appreciate your call Take, and, or That was actually Greg, sorry. Hugh and, is phone. And uh, this,
0: the scale knows, so if, you, it, if yeah. you violated, then the next day you could pull into the scale, they can look back and see you had a violation.
1: Hugh is uh, on the phone. Hugh, you're talking, you're you're worried about enforcement. Nuts. Hello, Jalen, how are you? Good, thanks.
4: I uh, come from a trucking family, and my dad, I grew up with a full removal, running up and down the highway, uh, the problem, as I see it, is there's enough regulations here that if people actually followed what they were supposed to follow, it would eliminate a lot of the problems.
5: <clears throat>
4: when you get these small, smaller companies with less than two or three or four units, then it becomes a problem. These bigger companies, mm. like uh, Arnold Brothers or McCoshams or or these heavy equipment haulers like Entrek or all these other companies. They are so rigidly enforced, and the OHNS is so far up them, and they're analytical, that they have no room for error. So these most of these drivers of these big companies aren't committing these kinds of crimes. It's these little guys that are not regulated or self-enforced. Because when you have a certain amount of employees, like your safety officer was saying, uh-huh. it becomes mandatory. Yeah. These,
0: these,
4: these, these big carriers, they can't run at these kind of risks.
0: It's no. a small guy. Uh, you're you're right. Think- and what happens is it's dollars and cents again, because what happens is you get a lease operator working for an Arnold Brothers, for example, right? Yeah. And he feels like he'd like to make a little bit more money. Um, so he forms his own trucking yeah. company with that truck and hires his buddy or his brother. And now they have a three unit yeah. trucking company. But they're basically truckers dispatching themselves. Now they're not under the same obligation to police themselves. Right. I, I know exactly what you're talking about.
4: Well, and if you look at these trucks going down the road, you'll see a plate on the front of them that will say PIC. That's Preferred Industrial Carrier. And those are the ones that follow those. That's like any company in Alberta that wants to uh, bid on certain projects must be core certified. It's the same idea. It's the same protocol. It's the same idea. The oil field companies are online now. Everybody's following the same thing. And that guy that was going on about more hours in Alberta as opposed to federally, that's to allow the oil field guys time to operate. Because a lot of times you have two or three hour travel time to site before you can even get to work. You have to work an eight hour day and mm-hmm. then come back. So that gives them the time to get there and back. That 15 hours a day is local work only. It's mm. not guys crossing the province Right. With right. So that's that, that, that caveat. And that makes, if you don't have that extra time, and I don't know about anybody else, but I know in all my experience in 30 years in the oil field industry, a day don't stop at eight
3: hours.
4: <laughs> and if you have these trucks shutting off on themselves, like these electronic logbooks ideas, shutting off on themselves, they'll be shut down on the highway in the middle of places where they're not supposed to be. That truck, what happens is that truck's going down the road? Okay, you know you got 20 minutes, you're half an hour out of Valley View, and you don't get to Valley View, but you 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 end up, your truck shuts off on that hill at garden Hill. What happens if your truck
0: stops on the hill? Well, there's yeah, and you're right. There's issues either way. I mean, when you, you talk to a truck driver, well, yourself, I'm sure you go into load thinking it'll take an hour to load, an hour to tarp, or or you know, strap down. But you're 50 second in line to load. So you're uh, so, well, yeah, you're waiting for four hours to load. Now that's that takes off. That takes time. that takes yeah. off your overall time.
4: And you see now, where, where people start to complain now. Okay, okay, let's make all these truckers do all this. Where are you gonna? Where are you gonna see that? You're gonna see that at your uh, your uh, your ten dollar or your dollar store. Your price is gonna be four dollars because it takes that much longer for them goods to get there.
0: For sure. PIC, oh, by the way, is partners four, in compliance well. is actually what it is. Partners in yeah, compliance. But you're, you're
1: yep. still, we're still gonna pay for those consumers down the road. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Hugh, and great. Uh, Hugh, great to hear from you. We do have to take a break here. Thanks for giving us a shout. It's three fifty. Hold the line, everyone. We'll get back to you. Uh, Dave's been holding for almost 30 minutes. Dave, you say follow the money. That's exactly
5: right. Uh, if, you, if you were to hold responsible these co- these corporations and companies that are getting their products hauled, you would soon find them stop hiring the cheapest outfit out there and, and, and hire the outfits that pay for safety and pay for experience. Wait, I mean, all these accidents, it may not stop them, but it's definitely going to put the onus on the
3: company to do the safety and do the training.
1: Awesome, Dave. Thank you for the phone call. Marty, we'll get through as many as we can. Uh, Marty, you're a truck driver.
5: Yes, I am. And I'm completely appalled with this guy and his violations. Andrew mentioned he didn't feel there was a connection. I can't help but think there was a connection. 70 violations in 11 days. It's pretty obvious the gentleman slept through that stop sign. Well, when I said done that, had he kept his logbooks
0: up? Yeah, when I said there was a connection, what I said what what I meant was, or if I didn't make it clear, in in the trial, in the sentencing hearings in Melford, the prosecution was clear that there was not a connection between the logbook violations and the accident that day. They didn't want to confuse the facts.
5: Well. Those regulations are in place for a reason. I feel strongly that had he been following his logbooks properly, this maybe wouldn't have happened. And speaking of the prosecutor, I think the families are going to be quite disappointed in him looking for 10 years in jail and a 10, a 10 year driving ban. In my opinion, he should get a year for every life. He should get six months for each injury and then 10 more years for the violations. I I, I think this guy should do life in in prison, but that's just my stuff. Yeah,
0: for
1: sure. Marty, thanks for the call. Let's go to, it looks like Washington uh, this afternoon. Hello. Hi, how are you guys doing? Good. Good. You're a truck driver. Uh, Yes,
6: I have been for many years. Um, You know, I can't really weigh in on what happened with this individual fella and whatnot, but I can tell you one thing that our industry as the trucking industry, we're a dying breed. There's not enough of us out here. It's really, really difficult, and all these uh, regulations that you guys have been talking about that you know people want to implement and all that kind of stuff, that's all fine and dandy, but it's going to be a very hard, difficult situation here, and I'm not sure how it's all going to play out, uh, but I can tell you that it's really going to be tough. I can see it from the inside, and uh, training new drivers has been a chore that people don't have the heart anymore. My buddies like from, you know, that I call, you know, old school, we took pride in our work. We loved our jobs. And you know what? Truck driving is one of the most important jobs out there. Mm -hmm. We should take pride in our work because everything that you look at in your life, it comes from a truck. Yep. I don't care if it was on a plane at one time or a Mm -hmm. train or a bicycle or whatever. At one time or another, it was on a truck. And people should take pride in their job as truck drivers. And if we all did that as truck drivers, I think that, you know, things might be a little bit different.
0: Hey, can I ask We're you a quick dealing- question? Because I'm, sure, I'm running out of drivers to ask. So yeah. my trucking experience goes back, you know, I, I, 25 years ago is when I was in that industry. So I'm sure things have changed. I want to ask you about electronic log books, because some drivers are saying it shuts your truck down. I can't imagine that's true.
6: Well, they're, they're not doing that right now. No. Okay. They're not shutting you down. But
0: uh, but the I mean, violation is there for the scale up, to see. That's
6: what they want to start implementing, apparently.
0: They, they're um, looking at that. Or throttling yeah. it down so you have to pull so over. Right
6: now, I mean, they're talking about shutting it down. Yeah, like that other fellow said, I can't see how that's going to work.
0: No, no, nor can you I. Mean, I mean,
6: mean, let's be realistic about it. Right? Yeah.
0: I mean, the you whole know. idea behind an e-book uh, or e-log books, for my by way my, my way of thinking, is that if you violate it, it's a permanent record. So when you pull into the next yeah, scale...
6: there it is. Do something about it. Like, we got right. the record. We've seen hey, this guy went over his hours. I was guilty of that. I did that for many years. Used to, I used to get crap from the safety officers <laughs> all the time. What are you doing? You know, how come you worked eighteen hours today? Yeah, uh, because I want to make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, but- and you know, whatever. I did that when I was younger and whatnot. But really, you know, um, it's it's not right. You know, and uh, and and if we if we start, you know, coming down on them, then we 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 should be able to. To uh, to control some of it, but I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. Thanks, be for tough. Yep. Thanks for the like phone call. Thanks for the phone call. Like I said, call. the key word here is we're a dying breed, man.
0: Yep.
1: Jaskira Jaskirat Singh Sidhu, uh spoke to the court today uh, at his sentencing hearing in Melfort, Saskatchewan.
0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.